back in Monday night football edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Danny Williams, along with Bree Maestas. Bree, how are you? Absolutely fantastic. Thank you for asking. I got to just say, stop the show real quick, okay? Usually, like, on the radio show, we have like a, like a screech. Your hair is looking great. <laughs> you're ridiculous. Now you're pandering. I'm not. I like it. Because I specifically asked for your opinion on it when I got in this morning. Well, you were like, I'm just not feeling it. And I'm like, well, does my opinion matter? No. <sighs> yes. It matters so much to me. That's why I asked you. <laughs> your hair, it's everywhere. And remember that one? That's a <laughs> dashboard confessional. You got to go early 2000s for that one. You got to really have had to hate your stepdad. <laughs> it's very emo. And went through a tough... Uh, um, Loss of a girlfriend at that time. No, it's just one of these songs that I used to jam. Um, okay, Bree, so it's happening tonight. The Broncos are um, in L.A. Mm-hmm. I always want to say San Diego still. Um, I don't try to uh, – um, I, I, I'm not going to try to act like I know what's going to happen in this game. There's, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I don't pl- pray for sports things mm-hmm. usually. Yeah. I'm in a weird place with the Broncos here. I think they find a way to win tonight. But also, I've picked the Broncos every game this season, and I'm wearing some wicked uh, Broncos vintage gear right now. So it's like, yeah, I think, you know, and this is the Broncos Blitz podcast. So I think, you know, but again, we try to keep it real, but also that's where I lean. That's my lean. That is your lean. That is your motivation here for this podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, Last week, I would have told you that the Chargers were going to win, no doubt. This Mm. morning, I woke up with a little bit of confidence. I woke up with a little bit of confidence. I think it'll be a close game, and we'll know quite quickly which way this is going to go. Okay. Why we're at that point. The what's better for the Broncos? <laughs> a um, the Chargers come out firing. It's um, the Bronco. It's a uh, let's say seventeen to ten, seventeen thirteen at half. Mm-hmm. You know the Chargers are going to continue to score points in the second half, and the Broncos are going to have to keep up and find a way to overtake. Um, twenty four points, twenty seven points. Maybe 30 points in order to beat these guys. Would you rather have that? What's more of a recipe for success for the Broncos? That or this being um, seven to six at half? <laughs> you know, both teams missed two field goals. There's been a couple turnovers. The defenses are looking good. That won't feel good around here. It definitely won't feel good around here. Remember the counting crows? <laughs> yes, I do. Um, that won't feel good around here, but what gives the Broncos a better chance to actually, in all of reality, win this game tonight? It's an absolutely outstanding question, and as you're giving me both variables, it started playing out in my head of um, this league, as we saw this weekend, is just in turmoil. It is absolutely weird. Um, it's frustrating, and I think that is also appropriate of the Broncos and their performance, right? So there's been a lot of like, oh my god, this is a roller coaster. It's not the years of Peyton Manning, where we think we're going to blow out teams by 30 or 40 yeah. points, but I think that if you're going into half and you've got a close game, that is as much as you can expect out of this team. I've created the phrase, and we've said it on the podcast a bunch of times, NFL law of averages. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Sorry. Uh, NFL law of averages where it just like, um, it could be best described in the Raiders being, you know, they weren't going to be 0-4. It was like, and the Broncos, you know, probably we see, weren't, they're going to be 3 and they would have been, Three and one if they would have won that game. Is that right? Mm-hmm. 
it's like something always brings teams back to kind of the medium and a regression to the medium. It is it's sure. because for one, you know, we saw like Tennessee and Alabama, you know, like the gap is so huge and wide between a top tier collegiate program and CU or Toledo or like, you know, it's just, it's, you can't make that kind of gap up the difference between the best NFL team, the chiefs or the bills and the worst NFL team is like, you can't see it, but I'm putting like from my eyes to my nose, not from my, as high as my hand could go up to literally the ground in college football. That's the gap. That's the difference. Well, you can see Look it in, at, the, in the Bucks getting, uh, you know, beat, on Aaron Rodgers does not look the same. And then, yeah, the Packers fall into the Jets. Let's keep going, okay, because a direct reflection on Russ, who and what the Broncos are. Life's about, like, comp, so let's, like, compare our my life's problems to someone else's problems or successes or things we have. And what I mean by that is... Like the entire league is two and three or three and three right now, you know, um, like the entire league is three and three right now. It seems like in the Broncos, I think the Chargers will both be after tonight after the Broncos win um, the quarterback play from Tom Brady, who's MF in his offensive line uh, to Aaron Rodgers. To Russell Wilson. And it's not just the old guys who saying, well, these guys are just washed. Um Kyler's looked like garbage. Derek Carr has not looked good. Joe Burrow, um, Joe Burrow has not looked um, the same Stafford. as last year. Um, Stafford, that's a beautiful one because that's one right there in the middle around there with kind of Russ. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can continue to go all the way down the list. There's two quarterbacks that are really lighting the league on fire, and it's uh, – Josh Allen and it's Patrick Mahomes. We know that, you know, you know, even Kirk Cousins, they're four and one. It, you know, okay. Here's another way to look at it. Who are the best teams in the NFC? Yeah, there's the Eagles who are undefeated and they seem a cut above. Okay, yeah. but then it's like I know the Vikings are four and one or whatever, but it's like by the end of the year they'll be like a ten and seven team. They probably will make their way to the playoffs. It'd be a big collapse if they didn't. I don't. They're not winning any Super Bowl. I don't look at the Vikings hardly as elite. Look at how jumbled and mumbled the NFC is, and the same goes to the AFC. You just have the two best teams in the league, and the Chiefs and the Bills in the AFC. So maybe, but after that, then what? It's not the Ravens. The Jets are the third seed right now, right? Yeah. Is that the way? Uh, I mean, it's like, uh, well, they're not third seed because of the other division winners, but like the Jets are the first wild card team. Um, what the league is right now, and I think I know why. There's some reasons why. For one, there was the wave of the offenses and the quarterbacks just carving up the league for the last maybe three to four to five years. I think now defenses have kind of caught up. Scheme-wise, which Vic Fangio gets a lot of credit for, like, now some of the schemes and some of the, you know... Um, They're all running a variation of this. They are, and uh, you know, and he got it from someone and so on and so on, you know, whatever. Um, but Vic Fangio's getting a lot of credit for, you know, what the defenses in the leagues are right now. It goes to, like, the... Um, mutant like growth of defensive players it's like did they have they caught up you know physically um as well as i think a big part of it has to do with kind of the scheme and it's just the the you know the ebb and the flow and the wave of defense being ahead a little bit of the offense or kind of vice versa i think that's a big part of what's happening right now and russ and the broncos don't forget what you're going to say here are in the middle in the midst and going through all of that stuff just like everybody is. Does it feel like we're a little bit lower and kind of, you know, um, a little bit, you know, underneath some of even the average play might feel like that. But in reality is the Broncos win 
uh, tonight. They're three and three, sitting pretty with teams like the Jets in their way. Exactly. No, you who you, they play next week. You stole the words out of my mouth because you shuffled a lot of quarterbacks this offseason, right? Yeah. It was almost like musical chairs. Somebody was gonna wind up with not. And we saw that kind of change a lot of the way offenses looked. You had a ton of injuries to start this season. What you've also seen is yes, a testament to defense is becoming stronger, more intelligent, and more noteworthy, but you've also seen a struggle for offenses to score touchdowns, score points, and get the passing game involved outside of the run so you see a lot more run heavy offenses Mm -hmm. and that's causing this kind of crazy uh sea of mid i think somebody put it on the let's talk broncos podcast i like that um that you're almost like okay what's what's happening here these teams are getting um losses that you didn't necessarily see coming and then your point of being three and three that puts you second in the afc west and we when we said the afc west is anyone's i didn't actually think it would be this close Uh But that's what you needed to see happen in the league and in the division. So for the AFC and the NFC, you're looking at like these the, the middle. We don't. We're not a big. I'm not a big excuse maker. Sure. When it comes to the Broncos, when it comes to anything, including where Jeff was trying to give me shit today on the show because <laughs> JJ, my son, we lost. He lost his flag football championship game. We had played three games to get to the championship game, and we lost to. Say Vincent DePaul, they had three teams and all these boys. We have, you know, one team, certain amount of boys, had some little, you know, guys on the team, a couple little goofers. Um, and we could have won the game. It was that close. We weren't outclassed. So, like, I'm just, I'm, like, as a coach, I'm out there, like, I got my clip where every, I'm tr- drawing, drawing up every play. I'm like, <laughs> Kyle Shanahan. It's like that. And we're good. And the going got tough yesterday. And, you know, it was, we lost a close game and all, like, five of my main guys, my son, crying just like crying waterworks the whole thing and it's just like you know i don't they had like a tryout almost for their teams we just have the team we had so that sounds it's an excuse okay but we could have won that game we could have won the game so um the point of that is to tell you i'm sad (laughs) (laughs) and nobody got sprinkles right because we're having a little team party after school today and like you know it's like we we've gone through this for years with baseball. You know, we've we won our AYL spring baseball um, World Series. My son pitched four innings. It's like we had a good team. It was the, you know now we move up. We have to move up. But we've come from like nothing to have lost big games and lost championship games. So like our the, you know St. Vincent de Paul beat us big ass freaking trophy. It was, <laughs> it was sweet. And like there's like everyone was kind of asking, is there any second place trophies? And for years they've asked it. I'm like guys. We don't want a fucking second place trophy. No, you bury those ones. Well, in the ground. Now we're sad we do. Once <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, not even a plaque. Uh, no. So my point is, I'm not going to make excuses for the Broncos and Russ. I'm going to tell you why I think they're struggling, and I also have come to some realizations, like we kind of said, or I said at least, the offense probably not as talented as we pumped their nads up to be. Um, a lot of, you know, the struggles of Nathaniel Hackett getting this whole thing figured out, it's hard to do. To be able to align the stars, to put out there a winning product, to be able to motivate, to be able to call the right place, it's endless. It's very hard to do. It's not for everybody. And... Um, they're just here. The Broncos are here at this point, and I'm looking at the four and two Jets. Oh, okay, the Dolphins who kind of blew their load. We know no more magic in those bones. The Patriots <laughs> three and three will probably finish eight and nine. You know uh, because of how good Belichick is, but you know yet they don't really have any 
talent anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, again, the Chiefs are four and two. They're not six and zero, oh, right? Uh, Chargers three and two. Broncos two and three. Raiders one and four. Ravens three and three in the front of that division. Bengals three and three. Browns two and four. Steelers two and four. Titans three and two. Colts uh, three two and one. Bengals. Uh, I'm sorry, Jag- Jaguars. Jaguars uh, two and four. Texans one three and one. I mean, it's like... It's anyone's freaking game. Dude, if the Broncos win... Maybe you just said this. If the Broncos win this game, they'll have the third best record in the AFC. In the AFC. In the AFC, Not just in the AFC West. (laughs) In the AFC, the third best record. Yeah. Okay, so then it comes down to like tiebreakers and that kind of stuff, which um, they play the Jets in a week. Um, And one week from now, we could be coming off back-to-back wins. I promise you the tone, the vibe, the talk of the town will be a lot different. You know, guys like D-Mac and Derek Wolf are freaking burying these guys are going to, you know, come back and, you know, have to eat a poop sandwich. It's momentum. It's it is. the expectations. I think It's a long season. It's a long season. Even though it happens quick. <laughs> yeah, you No, know, exactly. it comes and goes quick, but yeah. it's a long season, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Exactly. There's time to right the ship. It's whether or not that's actually going to happen. So you have to have renewed expectations on what to expect out of this team. Um, Maverick Sports is a partner in this podcast, the Maverick Sports app. Um, you can go check their website out before you decide to. You can go get a look, a little peek. Uh, go ahead. Snoop around. Uh, <laughs> yeah, go check them out and then decide that, hey, okay, I want to, uh, I like this website. Uh, app is even cooler, easier to navigate, deposit your money, super easy to withdraw your money after you win. Uh, I told you I feel lucky on the Maverick Sports app. I like the look of it, the color. It's like certain things you just got to like or not like. It's like anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. But the Maverick Sports just like has that, the app is cool. I like their, um, what they do. Um, they have a sign up bonus for you guys. We say here they have, you know, tell us 300 sign up bonus, but I've seen a little bit other stuff we're doing they're offering a 750 dollars sign up bonus so you know not everyone has 750 to deposit you might have 50 but you're getting your 50 matched you play off that 50 those credits and bonus turn that 50 into 500 bucks makes you feel like you're betting like a maverick yeah i like when Bree's like yeah i kind of was like pounding whiskey and forgot that i had this bet and then i woke (laughs) up in the middle of the night to drink water because I was so dehydrated and I had 400 bucks or 300 bucks, 200 bucks in my account. I might've added some stuff there. I don't want to paint you as an alcoholic. I didn't mean that, but you're like, yeah, I forgot this bet. And now I have this money in my account. I'm like, I like that tweet. That tweet's worth liking. That's just how I roll. Yeah, I like that. Okay, so a little bit more, and then I'll let you go do all the things you got to do. Is that all right? Absolutely. But have you seen the first Spider-Man? It's like, uh, you ain't going nowhere. You're mine. Macho man. Remember that? You don't remember that? Yeah, I'm going to play it for you now. He's got in the cage. He's like at the wrestling thing with Macho Man. Yes. And if you, you know, if you last five minutes and you win the prize or something, he, Macho Man goes, you ain't going nowhere. You're my, you know, so I'm going to play it for you. And you'll be like, God, that's yeah. That's funny. Um, uh, who's the best Spider-Man? Well, the Spider-Man. Uh, I love uh, Andrew Garfield. I do too. Because I think he really uh, encompassed what you wanted to see out of the Spider-Man character. Yeah. I really fell in love with his. I didn't like Tobey Maguire He's a little too a bit of a magoo, Tobey Maguire. He did a good job. Don't get me wrong. I appreciate him. Sure. But there's a... Tom Holland's good though too. I was just going to say Tom Holland is everything he that is you would want. And so when he replaced, I was like, oh, I don't like this. And then he did such a great job. And I was like, you little jerk. He is good. He, he is. does his own stunts. He's good enough for Zendaya. He's good enough for me. Oh, that's true. That's a whole actual thing. That's a real thing. Yeah. 
Real life. Okay. Um, Total Beverage is uh, a partner of ours, too, in this podcast. We do some stuff with them on the radio. The whole show is presented by Total Beverage, so why wouldn't we make them a part of the podcast as well? TotalBev.com. Great specials all the time. You know, they always want us to mention that they'll deliver to you, which is really cool. But, like, go into the store and check them out. Well, you, know, you might find something that you're not expecting. Yeah. Um, what's that whiskey you drink where you drink a lot of it and then you make the bets? <laughs> I um, Because you're in the perfect flow of state of mind and then you wake up and there's money in your account. Uh, not sponsored, but I do enjoy Buffalo Trace. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that's, uh, that's hilarious. Okay. Well, maybe we'll do some uh, towards the end. After a win or two, we'll do a little on the podcast. Yeah. Wet our lips on a Monday. Yes. Yes. In. That's you right. Say less. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So a little bit more on maybe what are you looking forward to happening tonight? Um, you know, I don't need a straight crazy prediction. We'll do that at the very last moment of the podcast. Okay. But um, I like how you kind of said the Thursday night, the extra little mini of a buy, a couple, three or four days gave us time to like get over ourselves. A little bit, and yeah. what I mean by, like, Broncos country feeling so down about themselves, like the season's over, which it's not. Or anyone, like, who have buried the Broncos. There's, like, Jeff was, like, came in, like, the uh, um, last week on, like, Thursday or Friday was, like, oh, I think I'm going to get back on board with Russ. Because he was just buried him. I was, like, I don't think so. We're not having you. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, now it's, like, this bandwagon, six-disc CD changer. Seat warmers, cup holders, we're badass. Now, um, this it's not the bandwagon's not as full anymore. There's some open spots. It's like a late flight, and there's like you know just like it's so red eye. Like there's a bunch of other DJs yes, with you on your yes. way to Vegas. Yeah, it's been the Broncos have been more like a brown eye um, this season so far. So wow. today, yeah, that's a butthole. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah. If everyone was like, "What do you mean by that?" I mean butthole. It to the listeners. I mean butthole, guys. <laughs> um, so, what are you expecting to happen tonight? Uh, I think with the return of Justin Simmons, who's been ready to come back, I think even prior to what he was allowed to with that uh, IR reservation. Um, even if Caden Strings has been good, there's a leadership whole thing that comes with Justin Simmons. Yes, that's like having the face of the franchise. Who I'm Ooh, sorry, like folks, uh, he is the wow, the uh, Mr. Bronco. So you're going. Going to get just that passion, that energy, that leadership, that motivation. Well, yeah, he's, there's Mr. Unlimited, and then there's Mr. Bronco. So I yeah. like the way you put that. Sorry, yeah, keep for going. sure. No, no, no. That's it's a great point to make. Yeah, it's not a knock in it's any. It's not way. at all because how can you be Mr. Bronco if you're already Mr. Unlimited? This was Justin's team. You can't be. You know, and I think that his absence has been sorely missed. Mm, even though I like that. Even though, you know, obviously on the defense, you're looking for members of the roster to step up, and they did specifically in Justin's absence. So you're seeing Caden Stearns do well. Um, you're seeing Kareem Jackson go into his place, and where that was kind of questionable, you're seeing just a, a monumental a team effort there on the mm -hmm, defense, mm -hmm. specifically the secondary, but the team in general, because they want to rally around each other, which mm -hmm. is a good place to be go when girl. things aren't going uh, the way that you want them to. Yes. Obviously. So the offense obviously needs to to make some waves. Yeah. And there's hope there. Although there's been questionable decisions being made, that does not mean that good things are not Dude, happening on this they're offense. They're just not scoring touchdowns. Exactly. And once they do, maybe a couple times in the game, it's like all that hard work coming to fruition, the buying in, the like hard work, then you it's like the buy the buy in even becomes more because you believe it. It's happened. It's possible. So far it's kind of like, well, we're doing all this for what? It hasn't really turned into what we we thought it would be. And I think the floodgates have a chance to kind of open for this team who again, I ain't trying to play my best football early in the season. 
There's a, like Arizona did last year, like a bunch of teams kind of, you know, did. The 49ers were not good the first half of mm-hmm. last season, trying to figure out their way, trying to figure out Garoppolo or Trey Lance. What do we do here? Second half of the season, they're great. It's not how you start, it's how you finish. For sure. So these first five games of like, I'm just, um, I'm not telling you they're going. I, do you know what? I still believe they're going to try to find a way to win 10 games and go to the playoffs. But also, like, this is the Broncos Blitz podcast, not the Chargers Blitz podcast. So, um, you know, <laughs> you know, you know, but I mean, it's Bill's country tonight. I'm selling myself short because, you know, we're hard on the same. I love this team. And uh, I'm like, it's like P90X. I hate them, but I love them all at the same time. Okay, Mm -hmm. so I just think that they find a way to I'm not going to call it get right because I just think they find a way to win tonight. I think they have to find a way to win. Latavius Murray is an unsung hero tonight. Wow. Big time. Um, You know, for one, go look at this guy's body of work. He has 50 touchdowns for a career in 5000 yards and uh, a rushing. Um, And that includes, you know, he can catch the ball a little bit, too. His numbers are very, very similar to Melvin Gordon's. And Melvin Gordon's been featured as a running back uh, for at least half or, you know, plus more of his career. Latavius has played with Kamara. He was in Minnesota. He was always a guy who kind of shared time and duties. So there was a reason why the guy was kind of on the street. He wasn't on the street. He was on a team and the Saints tried to keep him. Um, but watch what this guy comes in and does. If they rush the ball, he's going to get – he'll split carries tonight. He will split carries tonight with um, with Melvin, and, you know, Mike Bone probably has to find a way to for five or six touches during the game too. And it'll depend if, you know, do the running backs have shared 19 or 20 touches on the ground or 30. 30 is probably the recipe because then they're getting chunks on the ground and Russ is throwing the ball 30 times and not 40 times. So if, you know, either way, Latavius Murray is going to get touches and he's, you know, he will be utilized. And he's, I think he's going to be an unsung hero tonight. Wow, I really love that. Did Thank you give you. me a score prediction? I did not. I was hoping you wouldn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that... Uh, t- Here's here's weird. Here's weird. I want to say twenty four twenty, but twenty four twenty means Broncos. But that means the Broncos have to score three touchdowns mm-hmm. and a field goal. I might feel like more of they find a way into the end zone twice, and maybe have three field goals. Let me run those numbers. That's that's. Uh, I four, was told there would be no math. Yes, I'm sorry. That is twenty one to twenty. Broncos walk off winning field goal there in their building. A lot more Broncos fans than we expected to be there. Um, lower scoring in the first half because this defense is good. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Broncos going to find a way to look good enough to win this game. 21 to 20 Broncos. I had to tell everybody too. I made a 27 24 prediction yeah. at some point last week, but it's just where my head is at i'd like it to be add seven points on a defensive score there that makes me incredibly because then we get to 27 20 a 27 23 a 27 24 i kind of you know you can't that stuff just happens you know because you know what do we say the football's shaped weird and bounces funny so you can't you know you can't profitize it you can't well john fox always i think i told you this like john if ball was on the ground in practice like incomplete pass whatever it was you pick it up Offensive defense closes one, and you run it your direction of the field to try to get used to creating those kind of turnovers and, like, you know, like you said, a little bit manifesting it. So you can't do it, but you can't, you know, sometimes you are. You can't do it, but sometimes you're due for it. Oh, God, that was good. Ooh, that yes. hit way Let's go. Hold on. Did that even record? Yeah, no, okay. we're Wait, good. That didn't record. I was about to freak out. Okay, so, Brie. flip the table. You're very talented. Oh, thank you. You're hot right now around town. 
Yeah. I don't mean I didn't mean it sound like that. Like Oh no, it didn't come giggity. off. All right. Well now it sounds Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh sorry. Don't be a creep. Um I've got to quit the show now. I have to go over to altitude. Um Okay, so where can everyone find all the things that you got going on? You have to come follow me over on Twitter. That's Bree Maestas 303. You're a superstar of social media. Uh, you know, it's my bag. But yeah. don't ask me to wind up on Facebook or Instagram. I'm or terrible. no, like pictures of your feet or nothing? Or how much does that cost? No, I charge a lot of money for that. <laughs> and it's so nobody can tell that it's me. Uh, I just Google images someone else's feet. <laughs> <laughs> like, ooh. I, I mean, do, does the consumer actually care? No. They just oh, want no, the no, idea no. Yes, of. that's right. That's how you sell yourself. That's for sure. Um, Yeah, you got to follow me over there on Twitter. I love the engagement over there. I'm doing a ton of stuff, so it's the best way to keep on top of mm -hmm. everything that I'm involved in, which includes the Broncos Blitz podcast here with Danny Williams Let's on go. Mondays. The Fan Cave, uh, which comes to you five days a week, 1 to 2 p.m. on Maha High Sports Radio. I am your cure for the case of the Mondays mm -hmm. on Monday, obviously. And then you can catch me on Let's Talk Broncos Monday through Friday. We are actually expanding, so we're doing Saturday preview shows taking Thursdays off. This week we're taking Mondays off, yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm, 6 mm -hmm. p.m. Mountain Time with Zach Sears and Joey Richards. And then obviously a lot of people want my time and effort and, and appearances. So you can find me at the Betfred Sports uh, tailgate for the yeah. Broncos. You that's can cool. also find me, I mean, just about anywhere. And you're not everywhere. spawned. I just, that's where I'll be. So Yeah, you're everywhere. Yeah, it's You're fun. like... Um, Dave Matthews after he got, went corporate. You're just like everyone. He just couldn't hold it back anymore. Every yeah. month I'm just at Red Rocks. Just yes. And you're just like that Folsom, like big stadium. You know, I was like over here at Fiddler's Green. You know, you got to ride that wave because you're trending up right here. Star, we're lucky to have you on the Broncos Blues podcast. Next year you're going to be like, no, that little pod. No, I'm sorry. I'll take a break from ESPN to come over and do the pod. Mm, nice. That I, is so incredibly ego inflated, and that is not my jam whatsoever. I'm like, oh, I you don't never know, know where life's going to take you. Okay, you I don't. told you, Albright and uh, you know uh, Edwards and you know Dover, they'd, Love be, those guys. they'd be slicing meat at the deli right now if I didn't give them everything that you know they ever had <laughs> in their lives. They owe me everything. Am I um, going to have to owe you too? I'm going to write it in my contract. No, 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 no. But if you get like one big break and you'll remember like a moment, and I was like, Danny, you really kind of pushed me over the top. <laughs> he was kind of the one who like really made me believe, you know. Um, now, but Marie, it's it's fun doing the podcast with you. Uh, you're awesome. You do a good job with all the stuff you did. How'd you uh, pair up with those magoos? Well, uh, with uh, Joey and Zach. Joey and Zach. So you're like which magoos? The uh, fan cave magoos or the no? I know. I was like which ones? Because <laughs> this is a very loaded question. <laughs> uh, my life has been a comedy of errors and weird happenstance luck. So. Uh, I used to listen to a little show called uh, Broncos Country Tonight, um, mm -hmm. and that kind of got me started over on Twitter. And I was like, look at all these people talking about the sport that I love. Yeah. Uh, and then I decided to attend training camp uh, for my first time last year. And it was, you know, I knew Zach and Joey, but I didn't know them. Mm -hmm. We met up at training camp, and I instantly was like, I need to be around these guys talking football and they already had a show and then they decided That's you know cool. what i gotta i gotta add brie and my wow. life has never been the same well they were so ugly you have to add and fuse a little bit of beauty to make a beautiful thing yeah it's you know beauty because the they're just yeah um i was just taking a shot at those guys actually um zach's quite dapper of a young stud 
Yeah, you can't tell him that directly too much to his face, though. He's oh, yeah. Be, I'm not into dudes or anything, <laughs> per se. Um, but, yes, yeah, that's cool, man. He's funny. Just, yeah, he's got that right mentality. He's just got to, you know, don't go too far into that. You know, he's a total pro's pro on the Twitter. You got to be very careful with... You cross that line, then it's like like the dude who called us. We, we mentioned Trump one day as a joke one time, and we're getting called snowflakes like the rest of the show. You know, by <laughs> callers who were saying they want to call in and talk about the Broncos, but then, you know, they're talking about Trump and stuff like that. So um, <laughs> I don't know why we continued with the podcast. I should have ended a couple minutes. No, Because no, we're under half an hour, and it we're just good. feels right. It does, oh, it I didn't get a right. prediction. I'm just going to throw my prediction out there because yes, I never gave I'm it. I'm sorry. 24-21 Chargers is what <laughs> I said last week, and I'm going <gasps> to stick with it. But I think oh. the Broncos have a chance. Okay. It's going to be close. Okay. I hope and pray to God. What's the number one reason why you think the Chargers win this game? What's be- the number one reason why? Because the Broncos have not yet proven that they can beat That's a good that answer. It's just, it's, it's just because I can't, I can't, like. I was waiting for you to say something. It be like, oh, yeah, well, let me try to change. Like tear you down. I mean, I could honestly I give like a, a forethought analysis. But at the end of the day, you already said it best. It's however that ball bounces. Damn it. All right. Um, You're the best. You too. Um, Maverick Sports, their app. Go download it. Go check those guys out for us. They're great. Really appreciate those guys big time. Uh, Platte River Mortgage, uh, our guys as well. Sean Sedita for two decades. They call themselves, he calls himself a, a small boutique firm. Mm-hmm. Man, he has tons of clients, like a big office. All these people have been working for him. What he means by that is like the way he's going to handle you, like the entire process, make it very easy for you, um, and then like close and get you the house after. I mean, there's been people, the people who bought our house before we moved to Island's Ranch ugh, four years ago, um, they had put offers like on 11 houses before they finally had to overpay me for my house. Um, so imagine, like, when you're putting an offer in a house, it's like, I want this house. I am gonna willing to live at this house and for a long time. So to go through that, like, and fail so many times, is like, that is heartbreak city. Sean Sadita is going to find a way to, for you to, you know, to get you that house, make it easy for you. At the end of the year, you're going to be at the closing. Oh, here's a bottle of Vouve. A little Marat. <laughs> um, he's that kind of guy, and he's he's... he's you know, we bought our house with Sean, my brother, who's young, who bought like his house is like a second house, not a first house. I even know how like my brother did this, you know, because he's young and he, you know, I'm proud of him, all that kind of stuff. But a lot of guys that work with him around here, Platte River Mortgage, go check those guys out as well. Shouts out to Sean. Yes, no doubt about it. He's good on Twitter too. He's a good dude. Um, okay, so Bree, one more time on your Twitter. Uh, Bree Maestas. That's yeah. M A E S T A S three hundred three. Okay. Um, have a good show. I will. Go Broncos. Um, that's been the Broncos Blitz Podcast. I have Danny Williams. I'm at Tweets Danny on Twitter. We appreciate you guys and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night.